and welcome to the Holy Hour oh. Podcast, the All Cure <laughs> bi-weekly semi-exclusive only weekly. Pod- weekly. Sure, why not? Bisexual. And uh, Donald podcast. and Chaz, welcome. What's Bud. up? Bud. What's up, buddy? What's up, guy? Hey. All right. All right, now that we've all gotten to know each other, how's everyone doing out there? <laughs> Check it in there, Chaz! <laughs> now that we've broken the ice, uh, we hope everybody's doing good out there. And, uh, Can we be friends? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess this will be coming out probably the end of August and uh, wrapping up oh. another one. Hopefully we've all made it by that point. And, um, no one's going to be alive no. by August, man. No. <laughs> Well, like I, I am surprised we've made it this long. So. Ah, we're all dead. <laughs> we're already dead. That's going to be the twist ending. Right? We were dead the whole time, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Hour podcast, we were dead the whole time. Yeah, oh. We've finally gotten goth enough, uh, it's I guess. So goth. It's so fucking goth. So goth. It's like an but. M. Night Shyamalan podcast. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Shyamalama ding dong twist ending. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we got a very very special episode for everyone out there. Oh. We've been really uh, mm-hmm. trying to find some unique avenues to go down, and this was one that kind of fell right in our lap. We we figured that. Everyone's probably getting a little tired of a lot of things out there, but Cure fans in particular um, are getting a little tired of. Let not me only... bring you my list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't get me started. But um, <laughs> if if we're gonna kind of keep it on the Cure level, we figured mm-hmm. we're all getting a little tired of um, not only waiting for this new Cure album to come out. If we don't want to hear the bitching anymore about the new Cure album that's not coming out. Or pondering talking about it, bud. Why, gotcha. yeah, or when, or what's the reasoning, mm-hmm. or if the album's even done? Is it? Is he? You know, he's tinkering with right? it if he's just sitting on it. You know, so who knows? Maybe he's already scrapped the whole thing, which wouldn't put it past me, him or yeah, me. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me either. <laughs> but um, don't give a fuck. Really don't care. I'm not. Right. Well, um, I'm not uh, expending any more like mental energy on it. <laughs> you just hit pause on that one until it comes out, then. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I figured if Taylor, get... if Taylor Swift can do it, yeah, I mean, that kind of stung a little. Uh, Everybody was like, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift, you know, it's like, come on, it's like you don't have to tour for it just because the album comes out. You could still just pick up wherever you know you'll have time to rehearse it you know you'll really know the album yeah Yeah, it's like you don't have to tour as soon as the album comes out i don't know one of the best things that would be right now would be to like lay in bed and just listen to a really fucking depressing album yeah especially i I, I think we all need that yeah Yeah. it's like and you'd think like a band in their 60s would be glad to have any excuse not to tour an album you know <laughs> like it would be like sweet we could just put out this album and not have to tour it and it would be awesome <laughs> but uh not our boys they're uh well, sticking to their guts but anyway like i said we've all bitched and moaned about this thing till monday back again or whatever some redneck saying would be um so we figured there's been another one this isn't the first time we have had an album that some might say we've been waiting at least 30 years to come out that has never come out. Some would even stretch it back to like 37 years when this was first mentioned. 
And uh, that idea. Chinese democracy. Yeah, Chinese democracy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you so, go, uh, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but this elusive album that we're talking about is the Robert Smith solo album that he has casually dropped quite a few times over the Cure's history in various forms. And um, when I said earlier that it fell into our lap, it's because uh, there's a fellow named Nick out in Australia. If you remember from the uh, covers episode, he was the guy that put together that that first um, mm-hmm. uh, sound check recording and made a whole new song out of pieces of other Cure songs. But uh, around that time, he also sent me a message and uh, to summarize what he said. He said basically another little Cure thing that I wanted to pass on to you for uh, to pass a few minutes. Um, for some reason, I tried to collect all the things Robert Smith has said about his solo album in one place over the Jesus years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he says, I guess I like a Cure project and getting on with it. And uh, they're Ooh. kind of the thing. It's the kind of thing I enjoy if somebody else did it, I suppose. And it's the Cure related thing I'd like to hear. Anyway, it's not comfortable comprehensive but i'll paste it here so he sent me this whole string of quotes from magazines most of them are cited and have a year and uh i thought it would be fun to just read through all these actual direct quotes and such that robert smith has said in regards to this uh solo album because it changes throughout this too (laughs) and that's the uh-huh. It's all fucking spin magazine articles. <laughs> kind of, a little everything. It's Tiger Beat or Summer Ticket. Tiger Beat. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good list here, too. It stretches from about, like, 83 all the way up to the 2000s. I mean, it's it's funny in the, uh, the way that Robert Smith, it's lovable at the right time if you're feeling it and really frustrating at other times when you read his quotes and stuff of, like, how much yeah. he, he totally bullshits or is just talking off the top of his head, you know, or whatever. And it's just, like, totally contradicts himself constantly and stuff. But I thought it would be kind of funny. Like, that, yeah, it's really awesome. <laughs> ah, it's, like, it's one of the things I love about him. Like, yeah. I, I love to, like, fucking contradict myself. He's like, ha, 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 Like, because... Like, you know, it's like it like dabbles on uh, hypocrisy. The, uh, yeah, like the silliness <laughs> of things. Yeah, like whatever hypocrisy, like whatever, like just the silliness of stuff. Like, yeah. like does anything mean anything? It's like I don't know. Yeah, probably no. not. There's like get fucking dumb. <laughs> like say dumb shit. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean anything. Like. Cause it's so tough it's like, when you're in his. You, you make it, you make it, or you don't. And it's like you want to bullshit and like giggle about it. Like fuck it, it's your record. You yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. And he never like, it seems like he's coming off like he's taunting us with it or being vicious about it or deliberately. I mean, it's it comes off as he is legit just in talking about what kind making of, music, you know. And like some shit pans out, and sometimes it doesn't, you know. And it's just like, what kind of bad boy are you gonna be? Like Henson yeah. said, <laughs> just you mean you gonna be you a gonna malicious rat ass? <laughs> are you gonna be like a rat ass bad boy, <laughs> or like a fucking mean fuck? And he's not a mean. He's or, not a mean. Uh, or both like, at the same time. Yeah, maybe. So, so I figure we go through it. And we'll get you guys' opinions. I do apologize. There'll be a bit of uh, not not huge passages where I'll be reading constantly, but I'll just kind of read through some of these and we'll discuss them as we go. But I guess on the top, just as far as in general, the idea of first, like even Robert Smith aside, the idea of where do you guys stand on like a band that you love and then their 
front man, or I guess it could just be someone from the band goes solo. Um, just in general, are you usually open to hearing it, or does it depend on the band situation for you guys? I'm not crazy about it. No. Um, when I'm Genesis just... broke up, I was heartbroken. <laughs> it's a lot of. A lot of I different know. projects there. <laughs> I know I have to rub your back, Chaz, when you listen to uh, Susudio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you get so upset and have to calm you down. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> like, I, I'll listen to Peter Gabriel every once in a while, but, you know, yeah. f- f- that Phil Collins stuff, man, it just yeah. it hurts. Mm. It just rubs me the wrong way. Mm. Oh, uh, buddy. Betrayal. Uh, no, no. Um, I don't. I'm not particularly a fan of it, mm-hmm. just because it usually doesn't do very well. Yeah, um, right. I, th- I think the concept of a band comes together when there's multiple people inputting, yeah. and then you can bounce shitty ideas off of people, and yeah. uh, you know, hopefully, you get a less shitty product. But I mean, as far as like trying to think of the pixies and when right yeah i've never been into like i've never been into like frank black solo shit yeah i I fucking love the pixies and i love the breeders and he's a weird one because he they're good i like a lot of the songs yeah when i listen to frank black stuff it's like it's not like it sounds that much different or but some reason it just doesn't grab you the way the pixies ones do yeah i don't know he's a weird one that way yeah there was this dude um I, I never listened to I listened to the other day at work uh-huh. driving to fucking like Roanoke or some bullshit like uh-huh. and uh there's a guy uh, from Smog mm-hmm. and he had a very sincere voice like I never knew the other band or Smog or whatever like I never listened to him like I heard of him mm-hmm. but it was like really powerful like I was really taken aback like like uh, just to be a counterpoint to what we're talking about, like solo records, like because yeah. I, I didn't, I, I don't know his other band, yeah. like why he's even a, a thing, and like I don't know nothing about him, but like, like it was really powerful, like driving through the mountains and listening to like a very sincere man. Like sing very sincere fucking songs. No, I I, 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 I get what you're saying. It's just to me. I feel I feel like for every one positive album that comes out of you know somebody that tries to go solo, mm-hmm. like there there's like a thousand that are that are just terrible, yeah, They're not worth it. I mean, right? Like you even got like Jay Mascus with his with his solo stuff. Yeah. It's good, but it's not. You know, it's well, not. I never fucking, got into it. Yeah, yeah. I love I'm, fucking Dinosaur Junior. I fucking love them, but like, yeah. I mean, if somebody um, says, hey, do you want to go see Scott Stapp or do you want to go see Creed? You know, I'm going to go see Creed every time, right? <laughs> I need if you go into it having been a fan of the band, it's a lot harder to be like, well, now you're getting a fraction of the band. Even yeah. if they did write all the songs of the front man or whatever, you know, or front woman. It's like if you go into it not knowing the band and you just hear the solo yeah. album first, maybe it's not as big of a deal. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of like, Bjork fans that went back and listened to the Sugar Cubes and was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. cool, but I never really liked Bjork solo as much as I like the Sugar Cubes for whatever reason, you know, just I mean, it's drastically different, but at the same time it's not really, you know, or you know, I think 
that probably does have a lot to do with it, you know. I guess yeah, I was actually going to I was going to mention Bjork just because I, I think if you're going to do it, the band isn't as big as it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And like you just break off at the right point. Yeah. And like do your own thing. Yeah. You know, hasn't Robert Smith been doing that? Like oh, forever, wow. yeah. So right that's now, probably why this never like, everything's came out. like yeah. a fucking you know? solo record for him. It's like, in a sense, he's such a figure. Like, he's gonna do it. Like, he's been doing it. Like, I think that's why he jokes about it. He's like, I think that's why he's so laissez-faire about it. Yeah, and some of the things yeah. he he lists as examples, you kind of hear why what he would do if it's a solo album. You get you get a better perspective at that. But then at the same time, that's probably why he hasn't because. It might be just it's gonna so sound like the fucking top, or yeah, or just be something yeah. like that, you know. So you don't know, but um, yeah, I was gonna. I listed out a couple things like uh, so when bands do tend to do that, it's usually for a couple of reasons. Like one, like somebody in the band dies, or the band just breaks up. And it's a, it, I think it also depends on genre because yeah. it, if like if Anthrax puts out an album, I'm gonna listen to it. But if Scott Ian was gonna do a solo project i'm probably not going to listen to it just because yeah. it's not going to i don't think it's going to be anything earth shattering but like if you if you say to me you know with a jay mascus album i'm going to listen to that regardless whether i don't know if he's in dinosaur jr or not just because i i think he can do both things very well yeah so i you know i trust his I That's trust hardcore. his ability. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unlike somebody like Scott Ian, where I'm not going to want to listen to like a, like a solo metal album. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, you know, I think it, there's, I think uh, there's a big difference between different uh, types of music. Yeah. So. Makes sense. Yeah. Cause they would have to, that's another factor is like, you almost have to do something completely different. Like, yeah. Bjork, like Bjork did in a sense. I mean, even though yeah. it wasn't completely different, but especially once right. she got into it more, it was definitely different than Sugar Cube stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah. Cause yeah, if you have, that's one of my biggest like pet peeve sides of it is that the nothing worse than like when they leave, but then they just get a session musician version of the same band you had, yeah. you know, the way yeah. I like, as much as we yeah. even mentioned 10,000 Maniacs a few episodes back where it was like, you know, I really dug a lot of the 10,000 Maniacs albums, but it was like, yeah. as soon as you went solo, it was just kind of like, eh, because it wasn't yeah. like a band. It just totally felt like she didn't know anybody but like the drummer's name or something. You know what I mean? And it just didn't, <laughs> yeah. it didn't sound drastically different enough. You know, it's like you almost do it, have it was to... like, like her solo shit. It was just like someone trying to play guitar like the dude. From ten thousand, yeah, like 10, yeah. It's minutes. like that's the worst. I want to hear Robert Smith fucking like write like uh, the theme to like Home Alone three. Yeah, well, I guess going down that avenue. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing by yourself, there, guy? Like, <laughs> well, going down that avenue, then as we segue into these, what are the pros and cons? Then, if Robert did have a solo album, what would be you know something that you could pull that would be a positive, and what what is the terrible idea? Guess, oh uh, man. What time period are we talking about here? Um, well, I guess, <laughs> exactly. Well, I had listed as a pros would be that it isn't coming out now, obviously. So it would be a pro would be yeah. that it probably was from the 80s during his 80s level. Robert would be pretty rad to hear something if he was just doing any like third tier outtake or something during like head on the door era. That's pretty awesome. So I would love to hear that. It would all sound like the top. Yeah. Well, it would all sound like the top. I'll take another top right now. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Bring it up. Yeah, but, uh, I'm good. 
And, uh, yeah, and I think he is smart enough where he would do something different, as we'll see in some of these things that he mentions in these. It would be kind of like a stripped-down thing, more like what Donald's always been asking for from later care, what would be kind of a more, yeah, something with strings. and you know, Because he... You know, it would make no sense for him to just put out like a, a full band, you know, anything really, because right. it would just be like he probably, as we saw with that curation thing, he probably would just end up getting three fourths of the lineup anyway to come in and do the parts, you know, right. <laughs> it would just be like the cure, but he would just call it a rubber. It's Robert been a cello act the whole time. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe on some level, but um. What do you think on the top Robert of Smith that? Band. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely negatives. Then I guess it would just be not as good as like the a old, care thing. Or See, I don't. I don't know because like if it was if it was really good, I don't think it would. I yeah. think it would en- enhance his uh, appeal or his uh, yeah fame. Um, on the other hand, if it's terrible, it can just totally fuck with chemistry yeah. of the band and like so on and so forth like yeah i if he ever if he ever did anything i wouldn't want it to come out as robert smith i'd want it to come out it as feel like dirty so yeah like, just like as something like he's, he's like not an, david boy no you know see, like david yeah. boy is david boy yeah it was like robert smith he's like he's a fucking cure like yeah if he just came out like i'm robert smith now like yeah if if something came out it would have to be like very, very minimal vocals mm-hmm. and just like a lot of like different type of like, I don't know, different types of music or like whatever he's into at the time, I guess, uh, yeah. which scares me. But, you know, I, I think if I heard something from him like back in like 1982 or one, mm-hmm. I think it would be just fucking like, like amazing. But like if I think about like 84 i'm not too as pumped <laughs> as as you guys sound that, yeah. and you have to wonder like if we are thinking back time travel wise if there is some magic lost recorded robert album he had to have if there was anything that good on it he would have plucked I, it out and made it work as a cure song by now you know like it can't be that good if it's just stayed uh, <laughs> probably been doing that all along that's why it never came out is because he has some cool song that he's written that initially doesn't feel like a cure song but then eventually you know something like bear probably was that you know or that would come out later and you know it's just like he would eventually probably make it work as a cure song if it's good you know i can't imagine anything that would be that awesome would just be sitting but who knows maybe he's it makes me not want to listen to it if it ever came out i probably (laughs) don't think i fucking would i I do have a feeling that he he's if he actually kept the stuff Mm -hmm. i believe it's going to be something like prince's like uh cave like after he died where yeah. they they found like albums and albums and albums worth of material yeah that just and just, little, just little sat skinny, on a shelf little skinny yeah. tight pants yeah yeah <laughs> so with the amount of music that prince put out over his career which is mind-boggling yeah. that he had yeah, all dude. that stuff just sitting there i i i have no doubt that robert smith has yeah some sort of little bunker where he and has. He, yeah, he is just, kooky just, enough too, yeah. you know, where he isn't the best judge of probably what the best songs are. So there oh, could yeah. be something in there that he's just like, ah, you know, it wasn't that good. And it's like, what, dude? This is fucking awesome. <laughs> what the yeah. hell? But, uh, yeah. It, so it's really. like, like you were saying, Chaz, like if he, if he did put out records, like solo shit, like in the like early 80s, 
like when he's really raw like it would have been like that's something i would listen to versus something if you just put something out now oh yeah, yeah. no if you put yeah, anything out now, like i would I'd be fucked this like yeah. i would still listen to it and like the 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 like slightest touch of being it terrible, I I would be out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he's taking twelve years to put a Cure album out, there's no way he's putting out a solo <laughs> album now. You know, it's like he's not gonna restart his solo career now. You know, <laughs> I I think the only I think I think the only way I'd accept it if it came out now, if it was like, rec- like recorded back in like 81 to 97 or something like that yeah it like it was just various like or, not like a prof- professional like, like where it gonna, hits like I'm a peel session this or out. Something. yeah sort of something yeah. like that or yeah, like a, something totally just weird like a musical score or something where it's not like pop songs you know or it'd just yeah. be like some weird like ambient thing or something you know yeah oh uh, my god yeah so, i think that would be awesome yeah, yeah i've I, i've I have a feeling we'd have like three hours of pirate ships. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just tripping balls moaning into a microphone. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> totally. Um, so I guess as far as going into these things, I tried to break up this uh, idea of a solo album into three sections or three arrows of when a hell of Robert Smith's solo album would have seemed the most possible. Would have been good. Sucks balls. Sucks way more balls. Yeah. Well, who knows? Are those we're, three, we're not uh, even critiquing segments. the imaginary album at this point. We're just seeing how realistic any of this ever was to happening. So, uh, and the first one, I don't even have any uh, interviews or quotes from, but I just nerded out a bit with the first solo era Although it was never officially discussed, there must have been some train of thought after pornography pre-top when he was doing the singles for Japanese Whispers and stuff. And the idea Mm -hmm. of like, do I just start doing this as a solo thing? So that must have been some kind of internal thought maybe bouncing around in his head because it, it was his most like solo period I think. yeah and the way and then that bleeds into the top which a lot of people talk about is his most <laughs> solo album or even head on the door right. is weird in the sense that he's got this badass full band but it's all the songs it's the only album really where all the songs are credited to him writing so I love I love the fact that he he's like contemplating going solo when Lowell's like right by his side the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm still and Lowell's like, hey, remember when we were cool? <laughs> Maybe I am solo now. People think of this as our solo. He's like two thirds of the band is still. Here. Well, really, is it two thirds? <laughs> so and somebody so, just asks him that like straight up. Like, do you, do you think about the solo album that you're putting out? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I've just been doing this by myself for so long that. You know, you know. It's like, oh, you're you're still here. (laughs) So so let's hear what he has to say. Let's hear what he has to say. Melody Maker, May 12th, 1987. Robert's in an interview with Melody Maker. Um, Since there's a lot of these, I'm not going to do my fake Robert voice because it would just get really annoying by the end. So So Robert says, they're just songs I've written over the years that I've always liked, but They've never seemed right for the cure to do. Very, very simple songs. Piano, cellos, no drums. One's got a poem on it, whispered by me. So that's Come all on, I, I want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, like, so there's like a, a fucking cello and like just stripped down. Like, fuck. So, all right, first year art student. 
So the <laughs> yeah. shit, like shit. Poem, the Robert reading. I don't know about the poem part. I'm totally on board with the piano. I love cellos, that. No drums, because yeah, then it's different. It's kind of like what I we're just saying. Like, like him, like him singing in a fucking cello. Like what's up? Yeah, like, let's that'd see. be rad. Uh, and like I said, it's different. Uh, you can't. I don't think there's any Cure songs that don't have any drums, right? I'm kind of talking off the top of my head. But is there any Cure song uh, that doesn't? Uh, I, I don't no. know. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think so. so. Yeah, huh? Yeah, I don't can't think of anything. And this is nah. Weird. There's some. Uh, so that kind of ends the idea of early solo talk. The most common era starts um, prior to disintegration, and we talked about that with the disintegration era and stuff. And that was probably the most widely mm-hmm. printed one. We're coming off the heels of Kiss Me. He was a little freaked out by all the success and didn't know which way to throw the world a curveball by doing something different so as legend has it he started just doing a solo album basically and was saying i'm gonna do this but then the band was like those are fucking cool songs we're on board man we can't just abandon the band now after we've finally got some mainstream success and uh disintegration took shape eventually they were all bringing in their demos and stuff too and it quickly changed from a solo album but Something happened yeah. before they all signed on. Right. And I think that's what he's referring to in these articles. Um, this one's Cure News number five, May 1980. <laughs> Cure News number five. Yeah. I like Cure uh, News number six. Yeah. Personally. So I'm assuming that's uh, some kind of addition. Just to make it official on the, on the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this is May 88, so pre disintegration still. Um, <laughs> here, here's what Robert declares. My solo mm-hmm. album is ready to be cut, but oh, I'm shit. not sure if I will go into the studio before or after the Cure stuff is done. Uh, the work Which record? This is his solo album before Disintegration, so it was always billed as he was going to do a lot of the songs that are on Disintegration on his solo album, but maybe not. And these are a whole different Why batch he, of songs. Like, uh-huh. It was like, just make a fucking Cure record. That's what he did. It's like, don't. I feel like he, like, I, I feel like him talking about like, uh, making a fucking solo record is him just like fucking with the media and yeah. Well, like, it's like we said, he's just with, like he's just talking off the top of his head of like every musician's yeah. like, yeah, no, it'd be kind of cool if I did this. It'd be kind of cool. I'm sure he just gets bored in interviews and starts like babbling about <laughs> shit. You know, it's like it makes sense, I, but uh, yeah, I, you know, like I, everyone's probably like, oh, Robert, when's your record coming out? And he's like, hell, and just fucks with it and just like it's like before Christmas, <laughs> before uh, yeah, I, I, I could, I could. I could see him being like fucking with people, but at the same time, it's like you're you're ups, you're trying not the you're not able to handle the the success that's coming at you with the cure. I think the worst thing to do would be to release a solo solo yeah, album. Exactly, like point, now all point the, the spotlight are. right on you. <laughs> right. Like that, that's like not what you want, but you're gonna get like to begin with. But like. Yeah. If he actually did write a whole album around that period of time, mm-hmm. I would love. I would love to fucking yeah, hear. It. Like that's that's. There's very few times right. that, like I'd be like, yeah, I want to hear that solo yeah. album. This would be one of them. And this pretty much, not to get y'all excited, but uh, <laughs> this is pretty much the most oh. promising one. It sounds <laughs> like if there ever is anything that is recorded in any form, this is it. But um. But strangely enough, on this one, too, he says it's ready to be cut. So I guess recorded at this point. He said the working titles for my solo album are A Dream of Deception, 
And oh god damn it! Well, you'll like this yes. one better. He says either that or wild mood swings. So he said that oh, in 1988. Uh, so uh, oh, yeah, said, that, but that, nothing will I be released nauseous. on record this I year. Nauseous. I feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> like that's so that's maybe your, your, that's your fucking solo record, wild mood swings. Well, no, like, it was just the maybe, title. He just uh, said he had the title. But, but who knows? Maybe some of the solo album did, was. Yeah, yeah, Wild Mood Swings. Maybe he took some of them, and like I said, he's some of those be songs might have been. Like, he's got to be fucking with people. Like that whole record's a joke. <laughs> like, why wouldn't everything he fucking says around the time? Why would that be a fucking I don't know joke? If he too? would like, consider it a joke. <laughs> Remember that whole joke album I made? It took four years to put out. It was a George a real, Carlin record, real comedy record. <laughs> <laughs> Despite what Donald thinks, I don't, I don't think it was officially a comedy record. But, um, Did Carrot Top uh, make a record? So, <laughs> moving on that stem of knowledge, we have Much Music, which I guess is like the Canadian MTV. So this must have been a video. Um, this is 89, still I think pre-disintegration. Um, the interviewer's name, Christopher Ward says now uh, robert i've heard talk of a robert smith solo record is that still in the offing and uh robert says yeah i finished recording that it's about 18 months ago now <laughs> so he recorded it a year ago a year and a half oh, earlier no, we did uh, he goes but um it's not something that i dot 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 at the time there were various reasons for making it one was just because I'd got all these songs and I had them for so long and I knew that The Cure were never going to do them and I just felt the mood to go ahead and record, so I did. And another one was that I wanted to kind of spur the group into action. It seemed like a good way of setting everybody up, thinking, oh, a solo record. I, it made everybody sort of jump up and say, oh, okay, let's do something with the group then. It's not. It sounds. It's not it like sounds a solo very career. threatening. Yeah. It sounds fucking threatening. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna go solo if you guys don't fucking like <laughs> get in line. Yeah, wow. Fucking Holy couch. shit! I never thought about it. Like I don't yeah. want to hear him solo. It's totally it's very mean. Sense. It's really mean. So maybe he's a mean violent. bad boy. I don't know. He's <laughs> very controlling. Can you um, imagine like, writing a whole up, album on spite? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> If it's disintegration, though, I guess it worked. Why not? Maybe the the album that came out next oh, was yeah. disintegration. So uh, oh. <laughs> maybe he needs to do that before every album. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that refers back to whatever he was messing with pre-disintegration in those sessions, and uh, sounds like he was using it. To I really don't think I like the cure anymore, but <laughs> just keep saying, just keep telling me about Robert Smith, man. I. Re- I really don't think I like the band anymore. Uh, it sounds really mean. There's more. Don't like, worry. Why, why, like, like we said, he'll contradict all you, of that in about a month here. So don't worry. It's like, <laughs> that's like, an amazing idea. You, uh, like, why would you use that clout? Yeah. Like, I get like it. That. I get it. You know, it's really sense. mean. It's like the, uh, <laughs> the dude from the Talking Heads. Well, you don't know. Maybe they were being all wishy-washy about shit, and he's like, well, I got these songs. They're already done. You in or you out kind of thing. And then they're like, fuck, they're great. Yeah, I'm in. You know, and it's like, I totally get that. If they're all like, Could it go well, solo? Maybe you we guys should. will be fucked there. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so, so, my, so my one dog really wants attention from me. Uh-huh. And the only way that he gets attention, particularly just from me, 
is that he'll trick the other dog by grabbing the bone, pretending he wants to play with it. So that <laughs> yeah. the other dog jumps off of me and goes to play with the bone, and then he'll come in and hop on it's my like, lap. Ooh, clever. So he's playing mind games, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, I I could see it work didn't work out for Lol at the time because <laughs> yeah, he might have been trying to motivate him. He's like, wait, uh, what? What are we doing? Time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That's a good I, metaphor. I, I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I. <laughs> I really want to hear an album from this point in time. Yeah. So. Let's see what else we yeah. got here. Um, Cure News number six. So the next edition. Oh, your favorite one. Yeah. Was it six uh, or are you more into four? 69. Six. Good? Oh, yeah. So this one's January 89. So still mm. Disintegration hasn't officially come out yet, but uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's, I love January. it's done and getting ready. So, um, <laughs> Interviewer says, what have you been up to all year, Robert Smith? How's that album coming along? That solo album? Plans to tour this year in 89? Robert says, writing songs, drinking, getting married, reading, rehearsing, writing songs, recording. The album Disintegration is virtually complete. No plans to tour. Oh, so assuming your solo project is going ahead as planned, do you plan to use session musicians on it? He says, no, it will probably just be me, maybe a couple of guests. So that one doesn't really tell us much. All right. What guests? Yeah. What guests do you think he would have on? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this is a whole nother road. Yeah. Well, if piano, cello players, I don't know if he's getting like guest guitarist or what. What would, what would be a... He would have had Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, maybe some uh, guest vocalist and stuff. But um, I think it'd be like some like I think yeah. it'd be some jazzy like Yeah. Like people no one's heard of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. If we're talking like knowing that it's this stripped down cello piano album that kind of changes it all. You know, if it was some kind of weird rock record, you could almost like daydream Slash. about like Jay Mascus or something even on it or something. Yeah, I don't right. know if that's like, yeah. but um, or you know, even like Frank Black or something. But uh, yeah. like, who would have been on? Like, who would have been on it? Yeah, who knows? Like, I'd have to know? see a list of like what he was listening to in like '87, like yeah. one of those, like dumb like teen opera magazines. Like, yeah. Because he wasn't even, all the shoegaze stuff comes later, so it wasn't yeah. even like he would be into all those bands and stuff. So, hard to say. He, so, these uh, next round comes out after Disintegration comes out. So, Disintegration's out now. So, this is from part two of NME, April 15th, 80, uh, 89. Um, interview by James Brown, not the soul singer probably but um even though about to roll the cure out around the world going to budapest might be a really liberating event smith discusses it with a finality he is also currently pondering what to do with that solo album he has recorded and ready to release no he's not (laughs) he's absolutely fucking not each he's time, especially like, like right, especially like right after Disintegration came out, he's like, "Hmm, wonder if I should just oh, like, just this big giant fucking record <laughs> that like changed everything." Yeah, I gotta cut this whole oh, Disintegration yeah, thing short so I can focus on this album. Yeah. Making my solo record. This is, like, no, you're not. This is why you can never you listen to this. Uh-huh. Can you maybe did like some like world music or something? Yeah, like did his interpretation. Uh. Of, 
Bud- Budapest folk music is or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> gets into its world thing. That would have been again. the worst thing. It's like, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, what's that duo? Hall notes. Simon and Garfunkel. Uh-huh. Never heard of them. It's like who? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> like and Mary Jane. <laughs> But he would Rocks all lose it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he would all um... tenacious D. Yeah. <laughs> but he would all world music. Like, just just imagine like Robin Smith getting like like that uh, Graceland record. He kind of but... did with the top, didn't he? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably totally. the closest he would get to it. But, um, he continues by saying, "Each time I do another LP, I wonder." Whether it's even worth releasing or not, I could just do it at home and keep it for myself. Going back to that Prince comment, maybe he does have a whole volume of stuff. Um, he says, I have tapes of materials I was going to do as a solo record that I have yet, I have had for two and a half years now, and it becomes more and more ridiculous as to why I should go out and do it for other people to listen to. But he doesn't give a fuck. So now he's saying he has more stuff that he hasn't recorded. Shortly after they're already saying that this whole thing is recorded and done, too. So he said that he has, like, well, I'm sure they're just like his home demos and stuff. They're probably not like the finished album by any means, but yeah, who knows? <sighs> 89 three imaginary boys uh this is the uh weirder one where it's simon an interview an interviewer or um robert and simon um from a france fanzine called three imaginary boys um i kind of wonder if it's a translation thing because some of this doesn't really make sense or they're just goofing around so much that who knows but um I'm already bored. All right, so bear with me on this one. I'm doing three voices. So. <laughs> In 85 on a 12-inch... <laughs> Just hang out there. Just mute your phone if you must. In 85 on 12-inch version of Close to Me, you added A New Day, a song from 84. Do you have a lot of unreleased material like that sleeping in the studios? And Robert says, not a lot, not quite. Probably six or seven songs. Simon says, I was thinking about a tape. Um, when we did the first version of Primary, and Robert starts singing, we did dun 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 dun. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> that one. And then Simon goes Indian song, and then they Native laugh. American song or Indian I song? don't know. <laughs> Robert says, "Well, the reason that I use I never used this was because we didn't like them, so it would be very stupid. It's part of the contract that we signed with Fiction." And Polydor, two years ago. I won't do anything dumb. We're not going to do anything like, dumb. What kind of contract is that? It's like, I won't do anything stupid, I promise. It's like, come on. We are not allowed. You do something dumb. Let him finish. There's stupid. no period yet. We are not allowed to release any material we've recorded without their permission. Um, <laughs> unless unless we decide to do another Curiosity album, then they won't, oh. they won't get released. Uh, most are really shit anyway, basically. It's just because we recorded them. It doesn't mean it's good. Sometimes we recorded the most dreadful rubbish. Not often, but sometimes. And then Simon says, oh yeah, Kelly Mary. And then Robert said, yeah, that one got nicked. He says, did it? And then Robert says, yeah. <laughs> That's one of those titles that got nicked. That will probably get released on a fucking bootleg called The Cure Loves Disco Again. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Da, 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 da. So then I don't know what any of that means. Well, yeah. I, I, so many fucking words, <laughs> bud. That, Jesus. Uh, that Indian song actually did come out because he passed it on to the boy the the band boys don't cry and they released it as i want to be a cowboy oh okay the the band what? boys don't cry i'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, just fucking cry. around man <laughs> just fucking around. damn chaz what the fuck it all comes full circle now makes how do you even know that there bud god damn it and, and thus Donald thinks this is real for the rest of his life. Yeah, he might. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, that like, I'm, liter- I'm, I'm literally not even here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep floating. There's more. Fans are still waiting for Ariel that you played once on a Kid Jensen session in 82. What happened to Ooh. it? Are you going to release it? Robert says, "No, it's one of those songs I did for the solo record. It doesn't e- it doesn't get released. It's considered to be in oblivion. We never did it because it never sounded right to me. It never fit in on any album and it never really worked because it was conceived originally with another three songs called The Four of Us and it was one of those songs. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately there's a group called The Four of Us Now, Bastards." And Lament was one of the songs, too. We did that as a single. Wow. But Lament was one of those songs, so that did come out. The other one, he said, oh, God, was called Despair. And that was the most depressing (laughs) song ever. It was like a Nick Drake song, he said. Oh. And Ariel is on the top. Yo, 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 yo. Uh I was going to talk about Nick Drake and thinking about, like, Robert Smith's solo stuff. And it would, like, would it sound like Nick Drake? Yeah. Well, that comes up more. And it's like, I really, I really fucking like Nick Drake. Yeah. Well, then you would love it. That's my dude, man. It's like, Uh, would it be like that? Yeah. Later, he keeps referring to his solo album as his Nick Drake. He's referring to it as a Nick Drake type solo album later. So, I mean. Nah, never sound like Nick Drake, dude. Well, you and Robert can argue about that someday. Let me float. Let me let me float this idea by you. Uh, mm -hmm. 87, 88, 89. Robert Smith goes on the solo album, but he gets Danny Elfman to work with him. Ooh. And because of his connection with uh, Tim Burton, and he yeah. wanted him to do the soundtrack for what was it, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I could see that working. You yeah, like that'd a, be cool. Oingo Boingo Cure mix up. Yeah, that could be. Cool. That'd be wild. That'd be, kinda, <laughs> that'd be that, fucking. That wild. That would be something that would be like out of the <laughs> field that you kind of have to listen to. All right, more clues. These are more clues of what the hell this would be if it does exist. It might not even exist. We don't even know, or it might be done. So, so this, this is the same article from 89. It says, you think it'll be out someday, that solo album? Robert says, probably. Now he's saying, yes, I suppose it will, but I don't know when. It's not really important, though. When I'm ready to do it and I invite the others to play on it, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and then he what says, the fuck is that? Yeah, no. so it says, Do you think it'll be the sign of the death of the cure? And Robert says, That's probably why I'm not really keen to release it. <laughs> and then Simon says, well, What do you mean, the death of the cure? And the interview says, uh, Because it would be the last the al- album. And then Simon says, Well, what if Robert did a solo album? Would it be the last album? And then he says, Robert says, I don't know. The reason I was going to do them on my own is because they're simple songs and that they wouldn't be good for people to play on. There are only 
there are only drums on two of the songs out of ten. So it would be a bit stupid. It could be a Cure album, but I don't think it would be right. So I just did them on my own. So it sounds like he's recorded it already. He says, I mean, Ariel is one of the songs that's on it, and we did that as a Cure song years ago. And there's a couple of other songs which we've demoed as Cure songs over the years, and they haven't been used. I really liked them, but they didn't work as Cure songs, so it's actually completely different. I don't think it's true. It would be the death of the Cure. Boris has played on Ian McCullough's solo album, and he's contributed a lot to that. Stepping outside the group, I mean... I think it's a bit naive to think that you couldn't do anything outside of the group. I appreciate that it's probably different for me than it is for everybody else, but when I went to play with the Banshees, I didn't really worry anyone. I don't really think that this is that big of a deal, but I don't think I would release a solo album if the group was still playing because I don't think I would appear that I was somehow limited by the group, which I'm not. In fact, the group. Oh, what a big answer! God <laughs> yeah, damn I it. Know. it keeps <laughs> going. <laughs> Jesus. Basically, he wraps up with says, "In fact, the group has answered everything I do. That's why I enjoy being in the group. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I'm gonna redo the songs anyway, so Boris can play them." It's <laughs> like a yeah. Facebook post. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like whoa. But uh, so there's a lot in that. But it's totally there's a lot in that. Yeah. 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 He's totally, I'm like, oh, what a sweetie. Like, what a fucking sweetie. Yeah, he basically like, just about said the, the band Thinking about his it. boys. Yeah. So. Thinking about his man. Yeah, it sounded like it was more like he had some acoustic stuff that he just did by himself. Mm-hmm. That just kind of blossomed for a couple songs, but didn't really work out for the other ones. But Yeah. Like, but, like, he's talking about a drummer. I mean, the drum, I mean a drummer is a drummer. Like, yeah, not that, he can play not, uh, yeah, not that not that I'm discounting but Boris if Spinal Tap has taught us anything. A drummer is just a that, drummer. No, meaning that well like Come he on, said it's you. he said it's different. Robert can't just go plop around and a bunch of things using his voice. I mean a different drummer yeah. can play behind different shit and like you know, we yeah. even listened to that album probably a billion times before I realized it was Boris. I just knew I liked it a lot, mm. you know, but I was just like, yeah. Oh, that explains it but you know Drummer can yeah, si- just plug Simon, in. Simon could even go play bass on, you know, whatever Kid Rock album's coming out. And, right. you know, nobody <laughs> would even know, you know? Yeah. So, so or, you know, even, I mean, not that nobody would care, but I, I don't think it would be as earth shattering as a lead singer yeah. face of the band kind of doing it. So, I, I, right. I don't really get that part of the answer, but I mm-hmm. mean, I, I, admire the fact that he doesn't see himself as a bigger part of the band compared to like Boris. Yeah. Which is cool. But um, and that's pretty much the era I think that gets the buzz like it something got recorded there. And even when he said uh, cellos, you know, that could have just been fucking really good keyboard cellos, you know, on an yeah. album. Who knows how elaborate it got right. or what, you know, so um so now we're in pre wish, which starts to seem a little more like the band's like skin full throttle. There's no way he's just like popping out to do a solo record at this point. And that would be like something we didn't mention or at the top of this episode of like, you know, shitty when a person goes solo from a band, when the band's like at the height of their mainstream yeah. success kind of thing, you know, and that, that would have be been like, time. like it more like right after wish, if he had yeah. just been like, all right, Robert Smith hit the big time now. So, um, right. But, um, so pre-wish though it hasn't come out yet august 91 um 
somebody's talking about let's see i'll try to paraphrase a bit on this one the, the solo record what will the album be like because he hints again that there's a, a new solo album in the works i don't know if it's a new one or the old one he's still referring to he says mostly acoustic even the drum machine which is like how's it acoustic if it has a drum machine but even the drum machine that's going to be used on a couple of songs will be the one that uh we used on the glove um, one of those big, yeah. one of those big old rolling boxes. So it'll be very, yes. very bassy. Um, I've been trying to learn how to use certain instruments like the emulator. Keep it raw. That's cool. Like, fucking keep yeah. it raw, bud. So that'd be rad. Like, absolutely. It's, it's very basic technology, but there's something in me that mm-hmm. won't let me accept technology. I fear that if I learn how to operate a thing like the emulator, I'll forget how to be naive how to be stupid i still Yo, that, that's I still, his whole fucking life man that's like today with like social media yeah totally and it's like that's a great place to be like I, like i want to shit all over his uh <laughs> solo shit but not no yeah and this seems totally like, different absolutely than not whatever. at all like like no that's uh, his fucking like knives like save like kind of jams man that's what's up yeah you know, that it, sounds it would be different. really simplistic too like if he did what he was gonna do you know it wouldn't yeah. be right. over the top overproduced it would just be it would be like the first couple albums where it's not you know it is what it is you yeah know, it's not, just some kind of beat that's like yeah <laughs> yeah so i'd, I'd be it. down with something like that but yeah. yeah like that would be the perfect time yeah, for him to do it <laughs> And to finish that section, he says, I still have a fear of knowing too much about inanimate objects, <laughs> which is good. There are 12 songs on it, he says. This, this is where he gets weird, where he starts saying very specific things about these albums that don't exist. He's like, there's 12 songs on it. There's an inter- internal sort of logic to that. I've always had this cassette on, which I put songs on it that had been originally for the Cure listening sessions. Um, there were songs that had been worked out to their conclusion but then i thought well they aren't gonna work for the cure but we'll give it a try and i would play them for the group and if they hadn't passed after going around three times in a row i would think it's still a good song and i'd put it on that tape well when the tape had been filled up it had reached 12 songs and it's the moodiest stuff i've ever done since faith so that's another okay Okay. it doesn't sound it doesn't (laughs) None of that sounds real. Yeah. So he so he was recording <laughs> these saying, songs like, on a on a tape and like passing it around. I think he's saying when they're I'm... doing like their demo sessions for new Cure songs and they 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 had said in other things that they pass around songs that are like what's a good song to work up as the band and they all have their rough okay. ideas and if it's one that he liked and it got passed on by other band members like where they voted it out like three times he'd yeah. been kind of keeping he'd he'd be keeping kind of a running like a little back which makes sense he's keeping it in the back of his head where he still likes that song but the band clearly it had had been yeah. given enough of a chance but nobody else in the band wanted to go for it or they tried it and it didn't work um he says most of the songs are acoustic on the album and they're going to be very simple a few of them will have more than three instruments they're mainly bass cello and piano or bass piano and guitar so it's okay. like, hey, going back to that thing. This is the same thing he was talking about before 1987. Is it the same album? Is it like a, this is like pre-wish now. Like, what the fuck? Is it the same? Who knows? It could um, be. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. It, it sounds like a goofing. 
So this is what the reporter's summarizing the Cure's plans for the future. Um, says, there is that film Tim, Tim Pope may be directing. So I don't know if, because In Orange had already come out by this point. So I don't know what the hell they're referring to there. Maybe he was supposed to do like a musical score to The Crow 2 or something. I don't know. But um, if, it gets, <laughs> if it gets the go-ahead, Robert wants to do the incidental, incidental music for it. Um, there's right. his acoustic Nick Drake-inspired solo LP currently on hold. Several of the mm. songs, which have been long recorded, The Four of Us, Ariel, In France, and Melancholia. Um, and then there's that whole lull business. Da, da, da. Oh, <laughs> that bullshit. Uh, so this is just lull. a reporter talking trash. You remember Lowell? Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like, he's like, yeah, of course I do. God damn. <laughs> yeah, like, we, yeah. So, all right. So post wish now. So this is where it starts getting really weird. But, uh, post wish. Well, I guess wish comes out 92. So it's just come out. Um, Smith's most personal project in recent years was the acoustic solo album, which he recorded and then abandoned in early 89. So a lot of this Aww. is just dumb reporter hype too. You could tell, but, um, Robert says, oh, yeah, I had a lot of songs that didn't seem suitable for The Cure, and I didn't want us to make an acoustic Nick Drake-type album. I don't think the album will ever come out now. Not while The Cure is still going, but I do think there's a kind of subtlety in the group now that means we could attempt some of the songs now and do them better. The songs on my acoustic album had uh, have a kind of purity about them, and I didn't want that sullied by Lowell having anything to do with them. <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You're making this up! God damn! <laughs> Holy Even, shit! There's one more oh. line. Even the thought that some people <laughs> might conjure up his picture in their heads while they heard those songs makes it was quite unsettling to me ouch <laughs> jesus yeah. what a fucking insult what a giant oh, fucking that insult wow. god that damn was, so that holy was like shit clearly 92 Ooh, prime f- hatred era that was like you know which is sad because that was like when we're in the thick of it. And I remember I've said that on the Woo-hoo. podcast where like when we were first reading all these things, it was like crazy how much they were bashing Lowell and like interviews and stuff like just openly, yeah. you know, it's just like, whoa. It was like, the stuff they war. did behind doors is now out of the doors now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so he didn't even want to put it out because he didn't want people thinking of Lowell while hearing the songs. So. Wow. Man. <laughs> wow. You're going to scrap a whole project. because He doesn't even have anything to do with it. It's like a solo album. He's not even on it. Why would he? <laughs> Why would he's like it? fuck Lowell. <laughs> Lowell, Lowell was alive during the time he recorded his solo album, so he doesn't want anyone to think of. It's like he didn't even have maybe, anything to do with it. Maybe like Lowell did some work on it. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe he played some drum machine or xylophone or something. Yeah, yeah hello. tried his tried his hand at cello. Yeah, <laughs> 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 cello. <laughs> Hot Press, April 92, Hot Press Magazine. This is probably one of those ones you get it like Sam Goody or something, but uh, Hot <laughs> Press Magazine says, what about that solo record, Robert? And he says, it's done. I'm off the presses. Hey there, mister. You want a newspaper? <laughs> I'm going to hit him hard with this hey, solo album. You want to talk about the cure there, buds? <laughs> Robert says, extra, extra. Sorry. He says, it's done. It's been done since 
before disintegration. I did it to get it out of my system. And then he says, when I stop, the cure will stop, and there will be a very good reason for that. But at the same time, I didn't want the color to color the Cure's history by releasing a solo album because so much attention is focused on the lyrics. So uh, <laughs> get over yourself, there, buddy. Come it's on. It's true, but the first part of that was really sweet, where he said he didn't want to color the Cure's history with a solo album. But uh, but then he's like, because everyone loves my lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> They came Um, to see me. Yeah. (laughs) Can you describe it for us? He goes, it's really miserable. It's me and a couple acoustic guitars (laughs) and cellos. (laughs) It's really miserable, like this interview. Yeah, exactly. This is the the answers are getting shorter and shorter. Will it ever come out? If I meet an accident, it's bound to come out. I haven't really thought about it. (laughs) So nice. Yeah. Uh, not once. Not once. Bud. <laughs> not once there, buddy. Um, and now, zooming forward to 96, which actually starts to be an era more after. I don't this, like I, guess, I don't like 96. I don't like anything. Uh, well, it's weird right because now. everybody like, left pre is, Wild Mood Swing, so it would have made sense maybe to put a solo album out around that time because it was like, you know, Boris left, Pora left, you know, Simon was having troubles. It was, you know, basically just him and Perry going into it, you know, so it's a would have made sense. But the interviewer says in 96, uh, I guess it's probably right after Wild Midswings came out, I guess. August 96. Um, what, mm. Whatever happened to Robert's solo album? The last thing that was heard was that it was completed around the same time as Disintegration, but was never released. Its working title was actually Wild Mood Swings, referring back to that one. This guy, this guy did his homework. Um, yeah. Did some of the songs from the solo album become part of this new Cure album? Oh, My shit. solo album was recorded in 1983. <laughs> If it was, if it was oh, ever released, it will uh, be when the cure stopped. So now we're like, what? What? <laughs> so the album you recorded to get the band come on. to do Disintegration was recorded in 83? But it was that thing he referred to in 83, but now he's acting like that was the only solo album he did. So maybe it's just the same thing he's been working on all these mm. years. So it, it was the same nah, solo. he's just fucking with people. <laughs> he's fucking with people. <laughs> All right, so this like he's a master craftsman. Yeah, like, totally. I'm just like fucking. <laughs> or he's just with not people. even sure like, which solo album they're referring to or which batch of songs. He probably lost track at this point too. But, right. Um, so that this starts the third and last era of possible solo albums. This one sounds like it could be maybe a different sounding thing. Now we're kind of closing in on uh, 2000, so going into Bloodflowers territory now. Pulse Magazine 2000, Scott Schneider. Oh, Pulse Magazine. You know, yeah. you know Scott Schneider? <laughs> uh, yes. he's, a, he's, he's a big says, fan of Scott Schneider. Yeah, he says, <laughs> Smith's plan after the Cure finishes touring for Bloodflowers is to record his long-simmering solo project. 
So Oof. now it hasn't even been recorded or this is a whole new thing. So Robert says, I want to do something that's not the kind of pop rock stuff we do as The Cure. He says, I may end up doing it so anonymously that no one will know that it's me. Or it might be an instrumental thing that's tied in with a film or tied in with some other project. So and even if... Miley Cyrus. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> like, maybe. what the fuck? Like, what was that? <laughs> this one's totally like... It's so fucking dumb and vague. This one like, sounds like his... Yeah, or it might be three <laughs> albums. I don't know. Maybe one will be a... <laughs> this is totally like what we're hearing now. So... Yeah, it's yeah. A, so like it doesn't mean a lot. Nah, now this like, is like I, a new I, I, thing. I don't I think, take so. a lot of. I don't take a lot of like what he says is like, fucking for real. Yeah, I did have that re- thought. It's it's so. it's purposely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like and and which is kind of why I like him. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Like I I I love that fucking silly little nuggets that, that like, we cling to. We're like, oh, what is that? Wait, what <laughs> he's gonna do? An yeah. instrumental soundtrack? And it's like. Oh wait, that was eight years ago. <laughs> it's like shit. No, nah, that didn't happen either. So, I, I uh, could, like, I, I could see him like releasing an album without his name attached to it, and like some like fake name attached to it, and just it's somewhere out there in the world, and nobody knows about it except for yeah. him, and nobody's come, nobody's put the two the dots together. Yeah, it's just sitting on some record store shelf with some shitty name behind it. <laughs> right. He's like, I'll see who finds Ra- out. Robert yeah. Smith is Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Smithy Robert. I, I mixed my name up. See, it was like, well, yeah, nobody bought it. Cause we didn't know what the hell that means. It's, like, it's, it's been it's out an, for, since 1983. Robert Smith or something. Yeah. Like, Robert Stein. And it's just all in German. It's Be- like German industrial. Uh, <laughs> right before Blood Flowers is officially released, this is the last one here. Then we could sub all this madness up. Um, there was even a time when Robert would wake up every morning and think about ending the band. He wanted to write film music. He installed a home studio and began doing just that. Robert, uh. This is Robert's quote. At first, I wrote a rambling series of not very good Eno-esque pieces. It's very different from Cure music, which generally starts somewhere, goes somewhere, and returns to the starting point, not changing out of all the recognition within the space of one song. This stuff just kind of evolves. When the band returns from Bloodflowers tour in the fall, Smith plans to start molding these new pieces into a record. A solo record, yes. <laughs> Tune-wise, it's recognizably me, but I don't want to sing on it. shit up. <laughs> like, I don't want to sing no, on this it. This means anything. It doesn't rely on traditional Cure guitar, bass, drums lineup. I'm waiting to see how I feel about doing something on my own without the support structure of the Cure and what they I've give me. I've watched a lot of TV and... Daydreamed a lot about doing a Saturday record. (laughs) Maybe a Saturday morning cartoon. I don't know. (laughs) He says, I might feel liberated or I might really hate it, in which case I'm not going to burn any bridges. Who fucking does it? I want to feel liberated. If he he wanted to do film music, he would have done it already. Like I don't think anybody's going to say no. To to put it like, out he's or, just like, yeah. yeah, I see this movie coming out. I want to do the soundtrack to it. Like everybody would be like, "Fuck yeah!" And like mm-hmm. even, like I said before, uh, you know, Tim Burton asked him, 
yeah. already, you know, and he didn't do Should have done so. that there, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Smith. Then we yeah, have the, the Danny Elfman Oingo Boingo podcast instead of the Cure podcast. Uh, I mean, right. yeah, he totally has the pull where he, if We're he really wanted podcast. to do it, he could totally just say, hey, I'm going to... I want to do the music for your next movie. They'd be like, yes, everyone would be. Yeah, like, I mean, fucking like, the guy from The Cure, that yeah, dark yeah, motherfucker. Like, what kind of life is that like? Like, just, <laughs> I know, just you can like, just, eh, like, I'm going to do it, and people are just going to do it, take it, you know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> they like give you like a stack of money just for pretending that you're going to do it. Yeah. Even, you know? Nope, nope. But you nah. wonder how far with all of his shit of, like, how far does it go? You wonder if he, like, really talks to these people. Did he have something recorded? He doesn't seem like the kind of dude that, like, would sign on to do, like, a film score and then, like, not deliver it, you know? Yeah, right. or, like, yeah. record it and just not give it to him or something, you know? I, I feel like he probably talks himself out of it way before anything gets official, you know? So it's like... Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's maybe. the type of person that doesn't like deadlines, it seems. Yeah, so I think so that's probably... with a film, you have... You need a, a soundtrack. Yeah. And it, the, <laughs> the movie's not going to wait for your soundtrack. Yeah. So, you know, I could see him saying no to that just because of the, like the, the lack of time strength and freedom that you'd have. Yeah. Um, But I think he'd have the freedom to do artistic freedom to do anything he wanted. Mm -hmm. So, but as we've seen from Robert Smith, it's it's all about actually doing it and not necessity. You know, a time frame is not a necessity for him. Yeah. Right. That's a lot. I think that's a lot with art is having like deadlines and shit. Like, well, they don't have a major label breathing down their neck to put out a new album. You know, so it's it's all on their timetable compared so, yeah. to you know if this was like the late late eighties, early nineties. <clears throat> you know, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess just as far as wrangling all this together, do you think then there is a finished eighty three solo album and a finished pre disintegration album, or do you think that is the same thing? Especially those two in particular; those seem like the most like direct yeah. quote of somebody and himself saying it's done you know what form done we don't know but like do you think there's it's two like separate the fucking, ones it would sound like the top yeah I, <laughs> i'm saying i yeah. i think that like the 83 solo one sounds like it might have like you know Merged. donald said it bled into the top and also might have bled into the glove too yeah. Um, just of like stuff that he wanted to yeah. do. Um, I would probably have more faith in there being a uh, unreleased 1989 album. Yeah, compared, it sounds like that one's to, the yeah. most official. Like, if he dies, that's going to be the thing that surfaces would be like, this was the, you know, and it might even yeah. have like a couple like acoustic versions of songs that ended up being on disintegration or something else later pirate you know ship. like kind of yeah or pirate <laughs> that's ship. all that's all i can think of right <laughs> now is that 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 was part of the unreleased album and he yeah. just like because it, it doesn't sound like a cure song at all and like uh, all the cure songs that have ever been made it is a like, cover yeah but it doesn't it doesn't like sound like them whatsoever yeah like it's yeah. just like it it's like out of left field kind of sound, and I could see him going right there, but <laughs> <It's> like, whatever. <laughs> uh, 
Do you think it'll come out before, if it does surface, that or anything solo, do you think it would come out before the band's officially declared a, we're going on no more? Or do you think it has to be a, we're, we're done, and then it comes out after someone's died, or they've just officially called it a day? Uh, I think it was when someone, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, once he finally kicks the bucket. But, like, yeah. at the same time, it's like, who's going to be in control of his estate? Yeah. Um, and if they want to release that or not, because I, I don't seem like it doesn't seem like Mary's like that kind of yeah type of person. Say. Like she's not a Courtney Love or, yeah. you know, no, but I could see where, him even saying, yeah, put it all out if I'm dead. I don't care. You know, <laughs> like especially if it all it means at that point is like helping yeah. his family out financially. I could see him not being like. No, my artistic legacy. You know, I think he wouldn't give a shit. He would be fine with just letting like, it all. I've written a million fucking songs. <laughs> yeah, he's like, put like... them all out after I'm dead. I don't <laughs> care. But do you feel like, okay, whether the band just retires or sadly one of them passes or he goes and it does get released, then based on what mm. we've heard, it sounds like the most creditable is this Nick Drake strings piano. Is this something you would be into hearing? I would be yes. I'd I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No. <laughs> I'd listen to like one song and I don't know. Yeah. I hey, mean, it if seems I listen like... to two Ravens. I don't I, I don't even want to hear it now. <laughs> okay, so oh, you weren't I'm sold really... on all this? You aren't you wouldn't be curious? Mm. Alright. Well I would listen to it. I don't say if I don't know if I'd like it or not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, depending on what it would be, uh, it would have to be something that was recorded back then, yeah. just because I don't, right. think, I don't think I'd be able to handle something recorded now. Yeah, uh, right. No, I don't I, think there's any, any chance of anything. That's where I'm at, man. Even that's that stuff, exactly where I'm at. Well, yeah, like I listened to some old shit, like yeah. Well, even the 2000 well, stuff when he was talking about it, that was definitely a totally hmm. different thing where he was talking yeah. about film scores and I'm shit. Gonna, I'm but, make a movie. Yeah, it's so like, that wasn't even this. I, that shit's never going to come out. That totally reeks of like the stuff he's talking about now with the three albums or whatever, yeah. you know? Or it's like, that's never going to come out. Or maybe after he's long gone. But uh, we had said earlier the idea of, do you think these songs then did just merge into actual cure songs kind of what that one dude was asking with wild mood swings do you think they are all 100 kind of like songs that we haven't heard or do you think because i mean it's like we're saying during the break was that how the fuck could you have like songs like even stuff off of blood flowers and then like the 13th and mint car like what type of robert smith song wouldn't fit somewhere in between all that i mean those are such yeah. huge extremes of different styles right. of music where it's just like you have a song like the 13th and you know why would he not say this doesn't feel like a cure song you know if there was ever a song that doesn't yeah. feel like a or gone or something you would think that that would be one but like there's no is that way. one of your songs there, bud? Like, what are you <laughs> keeping from us? Yeah, what, just, what the <laughs> fucking style gone. of music Come could on. it be if it doesn't fit into something that hasn't been touched on? You know, I can't imagine that he's doing, like, opera singing or something, you know, where it's not, like, <laughs> you know, that drastically different than what a Cure song would be. <laughs> he's just, like, strumming a guitar in his parlor. <laughs> Maybe. Right. But... But yeah, I mean, I think it's not doing that. I would guess that at least some of them have eventually made it onto Cure Records. You know, like yeah, that's that's a, my guess, or just they're lost to yeah history, or 
Maybe he did like a Prince thing where he recorded just like everything that he came across his mind. Yeah. And you know, he do, I mean, he it does sounded, seem to it move sounded kind of like it because he had that, that tape or whatever, if that's true. Yeah. So yeah. he did do some sort of recording and documenting of what he was doing. So mm-hmm. who knows? You know, man, I'm not buying it. Yeah, you think they were already used up in Cure songs, or just totally abandoned, or do you think you're not? I don't, you're not buying like, what? I, I don't think exists? they actually. Yeah, I don't think they actually exist. Like, well, he's got to have some recording. It's not that hard to hit a record button on a. Well, <laughs> but, have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> totally. But it's like if you put. <laughs> but if you put something out, like put fucking something out, like. Yeah, and dude, he's put a lot out, and that dude's it's... done nothing but like put fucking records out. Yeah, like it's all he's fucking done, and just like there's too much there like, though that for it to be total bullshit. There's no way that none of it exists. I mean, like he wouldn't keep bringing it up from like '83 to 2000 that it, it's done. You know, it's like there's got to be something like on a demo form at least. You know, or it's like. Uh, how fancy again we don't know maybe it was just like a fairly shitty test cam recorder in his home or you know which could be cooler really but at the same time right maybe it it, it was like a full-on studio i mean he's got a pretty elaborate studio in his house i think since like probably wish era at least you know so yeah totally but, eh, i don't know but all right, here's the ultimate question maybe to wrap up with. What do you think will come out first, the new Cure album or Robert Smith's solo album? <laughs> or neither. <laughs> what will we have first? I'm going with the new get... album. I think this is too far. There's way too much that's come up. I still have faith in it. Yeah, the new album's going to come out before we ever see this. I, I doubt it's <laughs> even on very many people's minds yeah so so i guess we'll wrap up there and uh thanks for uh walking us through this it's uh it was all very wild shot in the dark but again kind of fun to examine those actual quotes straight out of the pulse magazine conclusion magazine canoe magazine hot press rcd uk melody maker news do uh NMB. let's see what else we got who cares we got up all in there more importantly thanks to nick for uh clipping all these together for us Thank and you, uh, assembling this this madness of robert smith's stream of consciousness <laughs> or whatever the hell you <laughs> call this but uh and donald and Chaz, thanks so much for uh listening to me ramble on like this so no problem thank you and uh I love you all. As we depart, we're going to send Don back to the moon now. I think we're, we're getting close. Ah, go <laughs> He's going back. <laughs> all this talk of a mysterious album makes me think the new album's right around the corner. Oh, <laughs> you got, you so got to go. Come back when the record comes out. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to get up there. Uh, we got to have you waiting, man. Go back up to the moon. <laughs> it's actually better than right uh, now. Yeah, you're not missing world, much. Like, so. I'm, yeah, like... Really looking forward to going back. Well, wait, as soon as you get a release date, <laughs> we're sending you back up. So you start packing now, all right? Oh, bud. <laughs> all right. How do you attend my space weed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Bonjour. All right, talk hard out there, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Again, special thanks, Donald and Chaz, and a special, extra special thanks to you guys for listening out there. If you made it this far, you made it through a whole episode of us talking about an album that you'll probably never even hear, will probably never even hear. So uh, how's that for new uncharted territory here on the Holy Hour? So uh, we'll just wrap up with the usual. Be sure to catch um, every episode by subscribing on the Apple Podcast feed as we're also dropping oldies back in there i'm trying to find time appropriate moments in the bye week to bring up some oldies and uh um, i hope they're not crowding anything um i'll start flooding them in there and eventually we'll get them all back in there but you get an oldie you get a new one so uh be sure to subscribe on itunes so none of them slip past you and uh, follow us on the Instagram at the Holy Hour Podcast. We'll catch updates on anything we are dropping in that feed or any other news or plans on the horizon. And uh, follow each episode's thread specifically on the Facebook page where you can comment your thoughts on perhaps the Robert Smith solo album. Good idea? Bad idea? Any inside scoop that we missed maybe? So feel free to contribute there. And... Um, Aside from that, uh, let's see, just give me a, an email, direct email, gavinconnor at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to just send me a message about anything, cure-related or not even, just drop me a line. I always love to hear from you guys. And um, on top of that, 17secondshirts.bigcartel.com is where you can find Chaz's Cure Design t-shirts. Um Hopefully we'll get those back in action soon, but make sure you're following 17 underscore seconds on Instagram so you'll be ready to pounce when the moment comes. And uh, on top of that, just some cool stuff on the horizon. Um, To be honest, I have no idea. We're winging it each week. (laughs) Taking one week at a time, man. So uh, I hope you guys are too. And everyone's still kicking, keeping safe, and keeping sane out there. We'll talk to you soon. 